0: Welcome to the Mere Disciple Podcast. This is Pastor Jeff Strong, broadcasting from Nelson, British Columbia. We are starting a new podcast series. The last series was looking at the different Canadian federal political parties leading up to the election. And one of the series that I knew I wanted to get to very early on in this podcast is one that centers around introducing people to the Enneagram. Depending on the circles that you swim in. The Enneagram is either something you have never heard about, or likely have done a deep dive into. But for this series, I'm going to presume that you are relatively unfamiliar with the Enneagram, and I want to kind of outline in this initial episode what it is, in broad strokes why it's helpful, and give a very, very high-level overview of each of the personality types represented within it. So let's talk about the Enneagram. Enneagram simply means nine-pointed drawing. Ennea, nine, gram, drawing. And it is a personality typology featuring nine core types. And each of the personality types is centered around a core motivation, which shapes and influences how we see the world. Now, the Enneagram has grown in popularity pretty rapidly over the last 20 to 30 years, and I think one of the reasons is because it offers a richer typology than conventional personality um, theories do. So, for example, uh, many people are familiar with the Myers-Briggs personality inventory, INFJ, ENFP. Um, Those have been quite popular for some time, and many people find them useful, But when they get exposed to the Enneagram, there are just different layers of nuance and complexity uh, and application that there's just kind of a different level of breadth and depth that the Enneagram brings into one's awareness. And it's both deep and very, very accessible and applicable to people. And so that has led it to become... Um, some would joke almost like I have like a cult-like following, um, but it is a very, very powerful, useful, helpful tool that I encourage anybody that I know to even just begin exploring and exposing themselves to. And one of the reasons is is because unlike other personality typologies out there, the Enneagram offers a real depth of insight, not into just what how we behave given our certain uh, temperament and personality, but insight into what lies behind our behavior, what is fueling our behavior, what are the core motivations of our heart and how do we leverage those things for, um, in a constructive way and not allow them to overtake us in a destructive way. So why is it helpful? Well, four things for me that really make the Enneagram, um, incredibly useful for anybody number one it's going to increase your self-awareness it's going to help you understand your core motivations and your core longings and understanding what drives you and how to direct those drives in a way that is healthy and constructive rather than destructive is just uh, gives you an enormous advantage over over someone who just moves through life blindly and is not able to access a self-understanding that allows them to kind of um, see patterns in their life, uh, especially harmful, destructive, uh, broken patterns. The Enneagram not just increases your own self-awareness, but I would actually argue it increases your own kind of God-awareness in your own life. And that might sound... a a bit uh, hyperbolic for someone who maybe doesn't believe in God or maybe wouldn't use that same kind of framing in terms of their spirituality. But I have found that as you increase in your own self-awareness, your own increase, uh, your own awareness of God uh, kind of heightens and intensifies too. Not because you are God, um, but John Calvin, this uh, ancient, well, maybe he's not ancient, only several hundred years but an older theologian said you know without um, without self-awareness there could be no awareness of god and i think what he was speaking to is this place of overlap between kind of coming to a deep understanding of who we are opens up a different kind of window into understanding who god is and it will give you a greater appreciation for how god has made you it'll help you relax into your, whether you want to call it your authentic self, or your real self, or your higher self. I mean, all these terms are uh, can be quite vague or even vacuous, but at their heart, they're trying to get at the sense that we can project identities or believe uh, illusions about ourselves, but at the core of who we are, there is a core true self, and I believe that self is a gift from God and Only in connection to God can we truly understand it. And the Enneagram helps you to take steps, to move beyond the different masks that you wear, the illusions that you live under, and it really moves you into a space where you are much more free to ask the question: How am I shaped to bear and express the image of God? Right? Humanity is image-bearers of the divine is Uh, conduits of God's love and grace, and somehow the early chapters of the Bible teach us that in a mysterious and powerful way, we have a special role to play in this world in terms of reflecting God's goodness to the world. And still under that theme of self-awareness, I mentioned this, but I'll just go over it again. It helps you, the Enneagram will help you understand why certain patterns of dysfunction continue to repeat and cycle through your life. And in and in becoming aware of those patterns of dysfunction, it will help you chart a different path. It will help you become aware of your blind spots that keep you from growth, that keep you stuck in certain practices, either as it relates to yourself, relationships, your um, vocation in the world. So the first reason why it's helpful, helpful is because of an increase of self-awareness the second is that it's going to help facilitate healing in some of the deepest parts of who you are and this kind of makes sense given it increases your self-awareness right when we're better able to understand what drives us what we're really longing for what we're looking for what isn't working in terms of taking hold of those things that we need we are better able to invest in practices and activities and priorities that allow us to heal, that that move us towards wholeness across different dimensions of our lives. And although, of course, that journey is unique for every person, the Enneagram um, does help us by setting or at least giving us some signposts to know what healing and what wholeness is going to look like specific to particular types because the the journey towards healing and wholeness for a one is going to be distinct in some ways from a six, from an eight, or from a three. And so knowing that there is a path that's laid out and it's going to be distinct um, so so as to help coach us in terms of what we should be looking for once we identify our type, I find that really, really helpful. Number three, the Enneagram will strengthen your relationships. Even a cursory understanding of the Enneagram is going to deepen your compassion and appreciation for other people, your empathy towards them, your empathy towards yourself. It's going to increase your capacity to relate to all kinds of people and uh, ideally increase and deepen your capacity and your desire to love them. Right? The Enneagram isn't just a tool to pigeonhole people and to try and figure out who you are and who they are and game The uh, their personality type for your purposes, it really is a tool that has as at its heart um, the goal of learning to love other people well and be um, kind of live in this space of healthy self acceptance and being able to relate to and care and love uh, other people in a way that is that they experience as really really rich and healing and so my encouragement also would be even if you're undertaking this journey on your own uh, maybe you'd like you and maybe you'd like a child to go through this with you um, maybe you'd like a spouse to go through this with you even if one person in a relationship does the work of understanding themselves and other people better it can often make a huge difference to the quality of that relationship and so Studying the Enneagram, understanding your type and some of the dynamics involved in your type is going to help strengthen um, connection and quality across all your re- relationships, personal, professional, doesn't matter. And lastly, I would say the Enneagram is really important because it does deepen spiritual vibrancy. I believe that what lies at the heart of life is connecting to God and learning to love God and receive God's love and then Connecting to other people and learning to love other people deeply and well and the Enneagram really really does help On both fronts. It's not a religious or Christian tool by any means um, but its application for those who aspire to love God and to love other people well in the way of Jesus is Is very very powerful? and so while it is not a tool that can only be used by people of faith or people who consider themselves religious. Not at all. It's uh, it's a tool that all people across the ideological spectrum have used with a great— uh, it's a really helpful and healing effect in their, in their lives. Uh, I think there are some unique advantages to using the Enneagram in concert with um, other practices of faith. It's going to help you understand, for example, if you are a Christian, why there are certain themes in the Bible that just sort of jump out at you. Why certain verses or stories hold especially are are are, seem especially loaded with meaning and density for you. The Enneagram can dramatically enhance your prayer life. It's going to help you effectively address areas of sin and spiritual and emotional immaturity in your life. And it will help you pursue, and it'll, it'll help you, I think, have a better handle on what Christ-like growth is going to look like in your life once you know your type. And it will assist you in knowing how to preach the gospel to yourself more effectively. I'll, I'll mention more of that down the line, and I know that might sound strange to those uh, from a background that isn't informed um, by Christianity but for Christians, it's really important to understand how the central message of Christianity, the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, and all that it holds together in terms of promise and power, it's important to know how to apply that to our lives, both just in a broadly in a broad sense to ourselves, but also to particular situations that we're walking through. And the Enneagram does give us a unique perspective on how to do that very, very effectively. And so... Overall, I would argue that the Enneagram will deepen your relationship with God. Or if you consider yourself if you would say, I don't have a relationship with God, I don't know where I even how I would think about God or religion. I don't consider myself very religious, maybe, or maybe spiritual, but not religious, the Enneagram is still going to I think increase your understanding of why a relationship with God is necessary in the first place. And Pastorally, I've certainly seen that the Enneagram is often the start of people's spiritual journey, or at least a new chapter of greater earnestness and greater humility and greater um, a deeper and more focused seeking of God or of spiritual truth, because of what it invites you into and because of what it reveals to you about yourself and what it challenges you with. Some of the themes that I will reinforce throughout this series is the Enneagram is not a quick fix. This is not a typology that you can sort of uh, kind of glance over, kind of quote-unquote get it, and then move on. There's a lot of layers here, and while it's very accessible at those early layers, sticking with it and recognizing that there is sort of a pattern of going into it and thinking through the implications and talking about it, that's really important. And so this isn't something where you just learn about your type and then all the pieces of your life that are out of order fall into place. That's not what it is. It is a tool that we use to learn how to uh, confront the things that we need to confront effectively and wisely. And to that extent, and to that end, I would argue my experience, both personally and pastorally, is that the Enneagram, more often than not, is humiliating rather than liberating. And what I mean by that is the Enneagram, in one sense, exposes us to not just our core motivation, but our core brokenness, the core longing that lies at the center of who we are. Whether you call that the heart or the soul or the inner person, the Enneagram, unlike a lot of other tools out there, really does name... To use Richard Rohr's language, our core sin, um, and the the core problem, the core dysfunction that lies at our heart, um, and that kind of keeps showing up again and again across the different dimensions of our lives. And when you get exposed to that, that isn't a, that isn't liberating. It is kind of humiliating. In fact, as you go through the types. Um, Richard Rohr, who is a Catholic spiritual director, he would say, you've likely found your type when you are embarrassed to admit that this is your type. Because there is a tremendous level of soul exposure that exists in doing Enneagram work well, which can lead to liberation and new freedom. But just to brace you, it, it... you know the, the power of the enneagram tends to be experienced through the door of a kind of personal humiliation, not a degradation. There's nothing dehumanizing about the enneagram, but coming face to face with our core brokenness takes a lot of courage to even um, to to confront, and then it takes even more to accept. And so the Enneagram really does demand a lot of us emotionally and psychologically and spiritually. So the idea behind the series is to go through one, maybe two types at a time, I'm not sure, and um, recommend some resources along the way that have been helpful, helpful for me that allow you to do a bit of a deeper dive into the typology and how it maybe applies to yourself or to the workplace or to your marriage So, speaking of resources, one of the Enneagram Instagram accounts that I follow, which is really excellent, is NineTypesCo on Instagram. And it is an Instagram account by an Enneagram coach, uh, Steph Baron Hall. And she's provided an overview for all of the types, which I want to read through because they're really short and they're really, really excellent. Now, this is a very simplified overview. As we look at each type, we'll draw out some of the nuances and how each type expresses itself as it's moving towards a place of health and integration and growth versus Anxiety, dis-ease, ill-health, immaturity, stagnation, but for now this these overviews are a good summary of each type at their best so Enneagram nine drawing there are nine types type number one the ones are motivated by the need to be good right or perfect they are idealists who see the world in terms of what could be and they work hard to fix and improve the world around them type twos are motivated by the need to be loved and wanted they are warm and relational they use their emotional intelligence to perceive how they can help others and they work hard to be as helpful as possible Threes are motivated by the need to be worthy and valuable. They believe their worth is attached to their productivity and their success, and so they work hard to achieve and to create an image of success. Fours are motivated by the need to find themselves and be who they truly are. They believe there is something deeply different or unique about them, and sometimes they love being different and special, and sometimes they hate it. They are seeking depth, beauty, authenticity and meaning fives are motivated motivated by the need to be competent and self-sufficient they believe that they must gather all the resources to survive so they can conserve their time and energy to dedicate themselves to learning and research sixes are motivated by the need to be safe and secure in an effort to create the stability they see they seek sixes plan for the worst case scenario so that they are always prepared Because sixes desire predictability, they are loyal and tend to commit for the long haul. Sevens. Sevens are motivated by the need to avoid pain or boredom, and they see opportunity everywhere, and they can't wait to get started on the next fun adventure. They are fun-loving, they are quick-minded, and they are often spontaneous. Eights are motivated by the need to be independent and to assert themselves, They are acutely aware of the injustice around them, and they fight for truth and justice by challenging the norm and resisting control. Nines are motivated by the need to be at peace internally and externally. They believe if they assert themselves, they will cause disruption, and so they tend to merge with the ideas and opinions of others to feel at peace. So that is a really brief sketch of each type at their best. As we move through this series, we'll do a deep dive into each of the types individually, and I'm really hoping that through this series you will increase in your own self-awareness. That you will. Um, this will allow you to. Uh, the enneagram will give you a new path to walk, which will help facilitate healing in your life. In your life, that it will. Be a tool that you can use to strengthen relationships, both with God and with other people. So I'm excited, and we'll start our deep dive into the nine types soon. See you later, guys. Have a good day.